The face of Latina professionals propels women of color to reach their highest potential through education, community, and self-development. Join us as we come together to provide a platform for Latina voices to connect and be heard on the Face of Latina Professionals podcast. How you guys doing? I'm Tony Arce. Welcome to the Face of Latina Professionals podcast. Today I'm joined by Laura Ayala, CEO of Laura's Furniture and president of Mattresses for Kids. Laura, I appreciate you being here. No, thank you so much, Tony, for having me here. It's a pleasure. No, the pleasure's mine. It's been a pleasure getting to know you. Same, same. Now, Latina, originally from Mexico. It, that's correct. I'm originally from Mexico, Guadalajara, Jalisco, a town called Paso de Piedra. Okay. I know Paso de Piedra. Um, it's a beautiful town. Guadalajara's beautiful. Jalisco's beautiful. How it, did, everything from Mexico is beautiful. Isn't it? Tony, yes. Yeah, of course. The people, the culture, the food. Um, why did you decide, uh, or maybe you didn't decide, but how did you end up in Chicago? So I ended up in Chicago because my mom bring me here mm-hmm. when I was 13 years. Oh, wow. So it's uh, yesterday. Yeah, yeah, just, <laughs> yeah, yeah right. And what was that like coming here? What was the, the culture shock, um, the getting used to the new you know country that you're living in? That was that was hard for me, yeah. you know. So came here to a uh, different country, obviously different language, different everything. Yeah. Because I was in Mexico, uh, I was with my grandparents, so I was raised for my grandparents. So I came here with my mom when I was like, how I say, 13 years. Mm-hmm. And so single mom, I'm assuming? Uh, yes, my okay. mom was a single mom. Wow, so uh, automatically, uh, you know, struggling a little more, and you Ex- know what that's exa- like too, right? Oh yeah, exactly, <laughs> it's like, yeah. And then speaking of which, you were quite a young mom. Yes. I mean, you I, are a young mom, but you were. You became a young mom. Yes, I had my first child when I was 15 years. Wow. Yeah, a baby. You were a, a baby. A baby. baby having a baby. Exactly. And as far as the, I guess, you know, the, 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 you hear about these things, and it doesn't always result in someone having this you know, productive life and, and making you know, a, a career and, and, and becoming an entrepreneur. How did you manage to, you know, not only have your first child so young, but then you had three, you have three kids. Yeah, I do. <laughs> you know? So I think I manage because I, I'm a huge believer. I believe in, in God and I, I walk with him in his hand. Yeah. So it's. And you've always been that way? Yes. Really? Yes. My grand, my grandparents, they're like really Catholic. Right. Yes. So since. But you're very spiritual. Yes, of so, course. Well, I guess it's got to start somewhere, right? But, <laughs> I know, so, right? Yeah, yeah. And and so you've always had this faith that you knew kind of things were going to be okay? Exactly. Now, how did that become then this entrepreneurial mission that you're on? How did this become your identity? You know, take me through where you're at now. For those that don't know, you know, what is Lauda's Furniture? What is the mattresses for kids? But you're also doing lending and I'm sure you're probably coaching women, <laughs> you know. You know, I do it um, for my kids. I start this uh, identity for my kids. I because I, you know, I'm an immigrant. Mm-hmm. I came here from Mex- from Mexico, and I do believe my uh, daughter. I want be- best for my daughter. Yeah. So I want to give the example. And that's something that you had from the very beginning? Really? Yes. That's that's rare. And you don't, I mean, people get kind of defeated by 
their circumstances. And that's when I asked you, you know, what do you want people to take away from you know, hearing your story was that your situation doesn't define you, right? And that, that those situations are put there to help you grow as a person. Exactly. So how did you feel that that was a situation that was put there to help you grow? How, did, how have you grown into that? Well, I be growing, literally I feel like I be growing in all the aspect in my life, like professional, like a mom, like a friend, more like a, a business owner than Laura's Furniture. I started Laura's Furniture uh, nine years ago when wow. my husband passed away. Mm, sorry. So you turn something negative into something exactly, positive. Exactly, exactly. Because you know, it's I I decide when that happened. I decide okay. Oh, I have go to obviously I came in a really bad depression when he passed away, and then I say I need to do something for first for myself because if I'm good, my kids are gonna be better. So I put myself in in the feet yeah. and start Laura's Furniture and a flea market. No way. Yes. Wow. I start Laura's Furniture in a flea market. And the first six months, I was doing deliveries with my uh, uncle. Wow. So I, I start since, since scratch. That's amazing. And what, what advice would you give to people when, I mean, you were dealt a very difficult hand, right? And for anybody, just the emotion of it is enough to send you in a, in a bad place, you know, put mm-hmm. you in a bad place. What advice would you give to people that are going through something like that or, or, you know, difficult and they're depressed and they can't see their way out of, you know, a wet paper bag? So, like, that's, that's circumstance that don't define people, that don't define me, that don't define nobody. Like, because you are in a bad circumstance or in a bad position in this moment, that that's not you. That's something is there because you need or we need to learn like an individual yeah because we need to grow for the next and did you have that thought process when you were in it or did you know that or was something that you had to at some point make a decision it's it's a kind of like in one point i need to make that decision how long do you think it took, or if you remember, how long did it take you to snap out of that, kind uh, of, that when, state of debilitation? Like, maybe like nine, nine months. Oh, so it took you a little bit, too. Yeah, it took, of course. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Oh, because, I mean, you, sometimes people think that they have to get out of something very quickly, and no, you need to go through time. this thing. Yes, you need to, you need to be in the moment as well. Like, when something negative is happening, you need to be in the moment there to see what you need to learn. Because if we don't learn from that, it's gonna be and keep repeating keep it. Keep it repeating. Yeah. And then we don't we don't grow. And I think that's the big problem that we see in a lot of this more modern culture. I wouldn't say it's any one culture, but that we run from problems and there's always a quick fix, right? Exactly. And there's no quick fix. It's no quick fix. It's like no quick fix. And now you've become quite of a, a spiritual leader of sorts, right? Uh, amongst people. What what I guess are, are, is that community and in, in, you know evolving into where you're seeing more of this? And I know that we talk a little bit about how the spiritual. We'll save you know that maybe for the spirituality podcast. But like as far as bringing that awareness to women and especially Latina women, you're kind of pioneering in a sense of not only on the spiritual side of things, but also even on the physical side with competing and getting into fitness. Right? 
Tell me a little bit about just your relationship to the community that, that you're hoping to create and build for Latinas out in the southwest suburbs. So I think I was yesterday talking with a couple of my good friends about we would like to have a group in Aurora, like obviously spiritual and CEO women's it's yeah. what is what we need to combine yeah. the spirituality with the success because we we need it. And, and when you say you need it, what like where are you seeing that? How, how is that coming to you? Where you know what are women saying? Because people don't feel like they can do it because they cannot find what it they want to do it because they don't see inside and self. So it's when come the spiritual part. And most of us haven't been taught that. I know. It's like, what? Yeah. So what, is, what do the conversations look like when you first have it with someone who maybe was, especially in you know, Latin communities, raised Catholic? and Like they like if it's something is not going good in the moment, you know, like if, if you have the, they don't have a job or something like mm-hmm. that, they're like, oh, my God, they're just closed. They're just be living in a box. They cannot see like they can do everything they want to do because they have the power. We are the power to do what we want to do. Absolutely. So that's that's what I see more. And and there's this kind of a, we talk about it often, but an imposter syndrome, right? Where women, and especially Latina, but feel like um, not, not enough, right? And 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 then you hear it with, I mean, with men, you can obviously have that imposter syndrome, but I think it's it hits a little bit differently with women too, right? That it needs to be something that is encouraged from other women as well. It can't just be, you know, society or men, but that women have to support one another. Exactly. I think that's really important. And uh, I feel like it's more important for us Latinas come together. We we definitely need to come, like, be together because we, we can grow together. And when you see that now with you, you know, as an adult, but now that your daughter's, what, 21? 21. It's crazy. Um, <laughs> how do you see things different for her? What are you teaching? Or what are, what are things that, you know, maybe are different experience for her that you didn't see but just because it's a different time? It's a different time and it's totally, it's totally different time. But I do over her just more with uh, just see her seeing me doing it. Because, you know, when teenagers or young adults if you want to put it in one direction, they don't. Right, right. No, yeah, it's yeah. like, no, 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 I'm going to that direction. So it's just like continue doing what I'm doing and grow. And you've also kind of grown up together in a sense, too. Exactly. Right? Yes. Yes. <laughs> so what have you seen the biggest change from when you were her age to, to now um, that, like I said, is, is different for her than it was for you? You know, it's so different because when I was her age, I already have my two kids, Alex and Lysha. Wow. And I, I start. I remember I start selling gold. Since little, I was an inter- entrepreneur. <laughs> always so selling I, something. Yeah, yeah, always selling something. And my daughter, it's like you know, she she goes school, she has she's job, but she don't have that, spe- that yes, entrepreneurial spirit. Yes, the entrepreneur spirit. Interesting, and you know, and I think it's also because well, you're seeing more people wanting to become entrepreneurs, but then on the other side of that, it's also more people who are okay with just having a job and the comforts of things, exactly. right? Where was it for you? Where did you get this entrepreneurial spirit? Where? So my grandparents in Mexico, they have a grocery store. So since was little, I was in the store with them, helping people. 
So you've always known what it takes to run a business. Yes, yes. What's the biggest challenge that you've had running uh, your your furniture business? Uh, Like I need to wear a lot of hats at the same time. Yeah. I'm like the CEO, and sometimes I'm helping people. Customer service. Yeah, everything. Like, what is going to be the new specials, or going buy new furniture for the floor. Now, furniture is part of this uh, bigger picture of interior design for you, right? Where, how did, tell me about the love that you have for interior design, but how did these two loves kind of happen? Because one one, and you have interior design, and the other end, you're selling furniture. What made you want to sell furniture? So I, okay, because my husband. Well, so he one, started that actual, oh, so he started it. Yeah, he started oh, I didn't it. That. So when, okay, okay. when he passed away, I opened Laura's Furniture. After the fact. After he Right. But why, but why furniture? What, what was why it about furni- furniture? What end up... You could have sold anything. You were selling gold before. You know, I know. <laughs> in the beginning, I thought we opened like a clothing store because I love clothes. Yeah. I love fashion. So I said, I'm going to do a clothes store. I'm going to sell clothes. And then I see like the marker will make more money, yeah, you know, yeah. single mom with three kids, of course. So there's a, a, a bigger profit than yes, the furniture. Yes. Oh, interesting. Yes, Good for is, you, though. I mean, yeah. you, you know, you know and, what you... And then I, I I have like three stores with my husband, so I know how to run the business. And what did you guys have before? We have uh, two in Aurora, two okay. stores, N- furnitures. No, we closed oh, it. Oh, okay, okay. So we saying, closed those. Oh, so you did have a furniture yes, store before? in the past, yes. Oh, interesting. Okay, okay. Yes. Um, and then, so you had two stores? Yes. And you closed because, I mean, obviously. Because was, he passed away. Right, right. So then you went back into the business. Exactly. Though, and it was just something you were familiar with. So now. Exactly. It was just familiar. Now, what the, what is the vision? Like, what are, is it a storefront? Is it. Um, it is a storefront. I have 20,000 foot square. Oh my God. That's a huge <laughs> yeah, storefront. Yeah. I have like a really beautiful furniture and my floor. I, I, I love furniture. Okay. So, and um, I have a website as well. Yeah. And what do you specialize in? I specialize more like in home furniture. Gotcha, gotcha. And and the demographic, I'm assuming, is more local? It's more local, Hispanic. That's awesome, yeah, though. Yeah, of course. And what's the vision people. for it? What do, you, what do you see it becoming? What do you hope it becomes? Uh, I'm, I'm working in, and have my own line of furniture. Okay. Design the furniture. That's amazing. How long yeah, have you been working on that for? I've been working in uh, two years, but you don't count Calvin, right? <laughs> so kind of one year in. Okay. Yeah. And what is the the goal for that, I guess? When do you see that becoming a, a thing? Uh, in the middle of this year. Oh, no way. Yeah. That's So how many, like, what are you starting with as far as how many pieces? What you, like, buy, like, for container, we be like, you know, you buy a bedroom set container, oh, a living room okay, container, gotcha, gotcha. like so, 20, 30 bedroom sets in a container. Oh, no way. Yeah. So that's how many you're designing? Yes. Oh, my God. So how many designs yes. do you have? Well, I have now so far two bedroom sets and two living rooms, two of each. Good for you. Yeah. That's amazing. Do you see that becoming more of what you're getting into? Yes, because actually the plan it's open more furniture stores. Okay. So, and then we can have our own inventory. Um, furniture stores just in Chicago, or are you thinking? Uh, no, I'm going, yeah, in Chicago for now, because I'm planning to open in Florida and Miami. Oh, no way. Yeah. And, and what about Florida uh, attracts you to there? Miami. I yeah. love the weather. 
<laughs> I've heard. I've never been to Florida. Really? Yeah. Oh you know, my, God, my, so my even though it, it is on our plans to open, uh, you know, uh, studios in Miami, I've never actually been there. It doesn't really like. Oh, you know, need to go. No me llama la atención. Oh, like, te va a encantar. Yeah? Sí. Yeah, especially the weather. You know, in Chicago, sí, sí. We, we talked about. Now, because the other thing you mentioned is during the wintertime, you're doing jiu-jitsu. I do jiu-jitsu. And you've been doing winter. that for a while now. Yeah, nine years. That's incredible. Like, how? what what drew you to jiu-jitsu? Uh, it's like a therapy for me. Interesting. Because, you know, jiu-jitsu have like a lot of, it's not like you punching. It's more like thinking how do you going to put down the other person. Right. So it's like more mental, more. Interesting. And you, I'm assuming you love it. I love it. And you're doing it like what? Like twice. two, twice a week. That's a lot. On top of working out, you got yeah, your mom, interior yeah. design. Now, how are you juggling this all? What's, <laughs> what's your, your secret? My secret is God. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. But for those, I mean, how, how, I mean, how are you doing it, right? Like how I do it. So What's your routine? I mean, what? Okay, I, yeah. so I wake up normally like around 5 in the morning. Wow. I go to the gym like around 5.30, 6. I come home, you know, get ready, go work. And you do some meditating. And then I meditate in, in the morning. Oh, you do? Okay, okay. Yes, of course. Yeah? No, you I need mean, to meditate. So I, uh, and then I go work. And then from there. And the evenings I go jujitsu. And your kids are pretty, I mean, they're a little oh, more kids, yeah. self-reliant at this yeah. point, right? My so. daughter is 21. Okay. My son, 18, and my baby, 15. Wow. That's a lot. It's a I lot, mean, right? It's a lot. It's a lot. <laughs> but yeah, you're, now you get to almost enjoy life a little bit. I know. And, and more in a sense from, I mean, they're, you know, they're, they can take care of themselves I a little know. bit. I know. And then I have four employees. Wow. Good for you. That's what you're saying, you know. You're you're a boss. Right? <laughs> yeah, you're doing it. You're doing it. So what's what for 2023 beyond? You know, what's the goal for you? Not just the furniture store, but you know, what can we expect? What can we uh, uh, support you in? So for me, I wanna grow more like a woman. You wanna it's, grow more like a woman? Like, yeah, like um, I want to be available to other Latinas come and we together and grow together it's yeah what i have you been starting to do that yes and what, tell me how that's going so it's going good yesterday how i say to you i get together with a couple of my girlfriends and we're planning to put this group in aurora latina successful we're working in the name yeah also yeah so it's, like it's, like it's gonna be friend. a group and yes, everything yes. good for you well you know, there's a lot of Latinas doing that, and uh, you know, we should be in contact right? with them, bringing this together because I think that's really important. Yeah, we have so much to give, like Latinas. Absolutely. We have so much passion, everything, power. I really admire women in general, but more Latinas. Yeah. Well, I mean, you got you got to encourage and support, right? And you got it starts at, it starts at home, and for us, it's our culture. So. You know, if people, women uh, listening, want to get involved or others, you know, you men supporting, um, how can they reach you? How can they find you on social media? So they can find me like Laura Ayala, Laura Ayala. So in uh, Facebook or Instagram. What's uh, your Instagram? It's Laura Ayala as well. It's, all, it's just all one? Laura uh, Ayala. Laura Ayala 87. Okay, well, there you yes. go. Well, Laura, I want to thank you for coming in, sharing your story, and also just being this, you know, Latina leader to others and, and being a, a voice of encouragement more than anything else. Thank you so much, Tony.